He was born. He was born to do this. Like he was touted in Clemson. Nah, he's real. Sunshine. He's coming out number one pick. This is this is it. Like Jacksonville yeah, finally yeah. figured it out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, what you know about Benchmark? They're speaking the facts that you wanna hear That rapper jersey, the vision is clear Diamonds glisten like a chandelier You know what I'm here for, like Michelle Lynch At clutch time, we do not flinch Real brothers, we do not switch Hit home runs with the right pitch Who run the city? What to do when they hating on you? I feel like Kobe 2010 Taking an L, all I need is a win This is this business, you know how they go You playing the seats, now it's time to grow Tune in now, gotta be in the know Showtime, bitch, my butter blow We know Yeah, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Bench Mob ENT podcast. We back for another one. This is episode 210. On this episode, what can you expect? We're going to talk about Daniel Jones. We're going to have that honest conversation about Daniel Jones. How good are the Cowboys? Are the Jags the real thing? Are week four picks and more? So before we even get into it and we do our introductions, if you're watching this, Thank you. Subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening, subscribe, give us a five-star rate, and leave us a review. CJ, Cincinnati's very own. How are you doing tonight? Y'all, y'all won. We won. We won, man. We expected to win. It was a get-right game, as Greg said last week. I'm feeling good, though. I'm feeling good. Miles was ducking me. I ain't going to lie. Miles was ducking you. me on, on Sunday. On oh, yeah, Sunday. Let's, go, let's go back to the messages. I got to the parking lot. Oh, yeah, no, 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 we in, we in line. We in line. We're going inside. Listen, like, listen, I gave – I was trying to break some bread with Miles. I was trying to have some beers, you know, bread. just have it all nice before the game. We was both there. Wanted to tailgate with him, wish him good luck. But, hey, Chris, Chris what, what were y'all playing? What, what was uh, the music of choice at this function? Was it – I'm curious. Music of choice at what? At, at your tailgate. You know, what, what were y'all playing on the loudspeaker over there? What you mean? We was playing some Travis Scott. We was playing a whole bunch of stuff. We was playing some Meek Mills, Dreams and Nightmares. It was about to be a funeral. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? And mind you, Miles would have had a good time because we was vibing with some Jets fans right next to us. Man, you had to use binoculars from your seats. I was, I I was no binoculars. You. I, I saw every Chris throw that Joe Burrow made. He looked good, bro. He looked real good. Nah, he did. He did. Miles had a good seat for that too. <laughs> Miles, smooth operator. How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. You know, Zach Wilson's back. We finally got our quarterback back. Not uh, you know, Joe Flacco. I don't have to deal with that BS anymore. So I'm good. I'm feeling good over here. And Greg, Mr. Hot Takes the Bait Your Mother Sends Me. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. I mean, the Giants aren't gonna go 17 and 0 anymore so you know but we knew that and it's uh it's all right you came down we came back down to earth but i'm, I'm good man can't, can't can't complain can't complain can't rush the success success that's what i'll say nah, you can't right <laughs> <Boy, my. laughs> yeah that's perfect because that's exactly where i wanted to start 
So the Giants O-line surrendered quarterback pressures on 40.5% Good Lord. of Daniel Jones's dropbacks. Mm. Sacked five times. I'll start it off with this and we take it from there. After this game, I know people want to come at Daniel Jones next. And I'm a big component. And I love the Daniel Jones saga that we, we have on this show. Mm-hmm. But you can't put the blame on Daniel Jones, really. Facts. Outside Facts. of Saquon, this man ain't got no weapons. I agree 100%. Their old line looked like hot garbage. Hot garbage. Evan O'Neal looks like hot garbage. Ev- Evan O'Neal? Evan O'Neal, that's, that's his name? You might as well call him up and on your own. I'm not, I'm not get, gonna... get him up out of there. Get get him up out of there. He 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 was getting beat. And and like you said, like you said, Greg, like you said, Michael Parsons could make any team look crazy, right? He can make any old line look crazy, but there was no reason at all for, for Daniel Jones to be getting pressured the way he was getting pressured. And if it wasn't for his athleticism and making some plays on his own, right? And being elusive in the pocket and be able to um feel it coming before it actually gets there. You know, he would have got sacked a ton more. But, again, you can't put the blame on Daniel Jones because everything that I saw from him uh, in that second half, mainly in that second half on on Monday night, he looked good. He was throwing the ball downfield. He kept his eyes downfield. He knew when to get out of the pocket and tuck it and run it. Like, he looked good. Receivers were dropping the ball. Trayvon Diggs' interception wouldn't have happened if the receiver didn't fall. Kenny Galladay, get him up out of there too. You know, Daniel, Daniel Jones – Played well, you know, I thought. I thought I didn't really see a lot of flaws. I, and the one thing that stood out to me is this kid's athletic. This kid knows how to tuck it and run, and and that's a, a huge strength for him. So I, I liked what I saw from him, and I think, you know, we people got to pump the brakes on the, you know, Daniel Jones conversation in terms of if he's going to be the, the Giants' future quarterback because I don't see any reason why he shouldn't be. You know, put some weapons around him. I think he could be, you know, a strong contender in that division. It's too late in the process at this point, though. That's what I think. I think I agree with you. I think he could be the guy moving forward. But at this point, they declined his option. So now you're kind of out of options with him moving forward, unless you're going to re-sign him to a one-year deal. But at that point, it's like now you're you're playing with fire. Like this team didn't draft him. Well, this uh, the coach. GM coach yeah. combo, they didn't draft him. So they're not necessarily tied to him. So they can just clean house. Like they're already starting to do it. Galladay is not playing as much as he should for someone getting paid as much as he is. And I mean, it sucks. Cause I feel like Daniel Jones could go somewhere else and end up being pretty good. Cause they got the weapons, they got the line, they got everything that the giants failed to give them. It's kind of like Sam Darnold. We, the guy was talented coming out put nothing around him so you can't really fault the kid for you know not succeeding who would succeed in this scenario it's like you put Mahomes in the same scenario do you think he's what he is now I don't think so so Bile says something that I've been thinking about the last 24 48 hours since the game is that I can only think of one quarterback in the NFL that would be successful under these circumstances and it's not Mahomes it's not Josh Allen, it's uh, it's Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson is the only person that's athletic enough to make guys miss that are running right at him, get yards on the ground, make teams pay for selling out. Uh, basically, basically the way they do when they pass rush against the Giants because they know their their own line's bad. But look, the Daniel Jones is bad narrative. I've been fighting it for 
years. For I'm from year one when I saw him come out. The biggest issue he had was fumbling. But you know, like when you have the O line, the performance you guys saw on Monday, that's been every, that's been like literally. I swear, seventy five percent of the games he's played, the O lines looked that bad. It, it's it's been disastrous. It, it, Daniel Jones never had a fair chance to be anything with this regime. The owner knows it. The owner came so much he said so before the season started. The regime, the regime that, brought, that came in, it, it makes sense not to allocate funds to a guy you didn't draft. Let, and there's no good film on him besides his rookie year. It, it makes sense, right? But I wouldn't be surprised at all if by the end of the season, Daniel Jones is the guy they choose to go forward with. I, I'll be honest. I was, I was completely turned off to the idea early on, and I flip-flopped because, you know, he makes mistakes and th- there's things he has to clean up. I think Dayball's doing a pretty good job. And honestly, I thought that game he played on Monday night was the best game he's played in his career. And he's had four touchdowns, like 300-plus yards, four touchdown games in the NFL. Did it against the Jets. He's done it against Washington. Uh, Washington. He did it against Detroit, I think, his rookie year, too. He, he had games like that. So he's had really great statistical games. The Saints game last year. But I think that game was the best one because he made the rush miss. He was the only thing that was working for the Giants. Him and Saquon. Saquon made a run up here out of nowhere. He's, he's back. And Daniel Jones just made rushes miss and made things happen off strip. The throw he had to Richie James off his back foot was the best throw I've seen him make and the best throw I've seen from any quarterback this season. That that was the best throw. That was incredible. Off the back foot, throwing it to the sideline like that over a, a defender underneath. Yo, he's got real talent. He's got real talent. There's something there. I, I think the, the issue you have is like if there's a quarterback in the draft you love and you're a different regime, I can't fault them if they move on. That's my thing. I, and that's why I say what I say when I say, okay, like, move on. But the talent I saw from him, where I compared him to Jan- Josh Allen, where he went superhuman, like, I, I knew what I was seeing. The stats that they have uh, at this, like, comparatively to these this point in their careers, right, where before they got that top-notch grade-A weapon, it's the same. It's the same stats. It's, in fact, they don't know this more accurate, and he do less interceptions. He's fumbled the ball more. You can, you, can, you can say that against him. But this season, he hasn't fumbled it at all. He's done a great job. And as many times he got hit in that game, not coughing it up is an accomplishment. I mean, he was getting killed then in that game. So I think that he has a lot of talent. Quarterback is not the Giants' biggest problem. It's cleaning up the refuse that get him and left in his wake. And Galladay, I just like an idiot. We, we, I, I damn near through. I bought, <laughs> the day the Giants. Him, you called him Baby Megatron. I did. Call, and I call him Baby, Baby Julio. Don't, don't misquote me, Clarence, Clarence, whatever. <laughs> don't misquote me. <laughs> but what I what I did the day the, the Giants signed uh signed Galladay, I remember this. My dad came home from work. I was all excited. I remember buying this big dinner at the crib. I was so excited the Giants got a receiver. What an idiot I, I ended up being. The egg on my face is crazy. But it's all right, man. Like, look, I think I think they're heading in the right direction. I think they have the right coach in place to get the most out of Daniel Jones. And who knows? He might just play well enough under these really adverse situations scenario. To where you might bring him back. That could happen. That that could definitely happen. It's within the, it, like the Giants might win too many games to begin being the uh, running for a guy like CJ Stroud. Anyways, I think they're gonna win too many games. Dude, they're gonna win eight games. I, I think they will. The record just lends itself to that. So, you know, I, I think that's I, the positive though. I think that's what you gotta look at, right? Like Daniel Jones has been the quarterback for the Giants for the past few years. He knows the system. He has this great coach that just came in this year, right? If they have a good relationship this season. And you see the talent, you know, as if you're Dable, if you see the talent and see how he's progressing and he's doing a good job, like bring him back. You know, the marriage isn't isn't broken in any way. Like 
other teams have in that situation where you just want to cut ties with the quarterback, right? Because the media gets involved and all that other stuff, and there's too much, much outside noise. But if Daniel Jones is playing well and, and the talk around him is positive and it's working for the Giants, like, why not bring him back? Because then all you really have to do is focus on fixing that offensive line and get him some weapons, and then you know you have a solid offense. Yeah, and, and I, I'll say this, too, to your point. The difference between, like, him and – I've said Baker Mayfield. I've used Baker Mayfield as an example a million times. People thought I was crazy when I said it. I, I remember the hate comments after the – when Antonio posts these clips and me talking about Baker Mayfield and Daniel Jones. But Baker Mayfield and even Jimmy Garoppolo, same thing, really. The reason why their team's going to move away from them is because they're put in the perfect situation, going from clean pockets to great weapons, and they still don't get the job done. Mm. I don't think that if you put Daniel Jones in that situation with a clean pocket and great players around him, like great players like Kittle, uh, um, Odell Beckham, Jarvis Landry, right? These guys that Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield have both had. You're not going to see Daniel Jones fumble that opportunity. You're going to see a guy really play good football, get the ball to his receivers, play point guard. He's going to do a really good job of it. He is. I think he has all the talent, all that talent to do that kind of stuff. So if the Giants never get there with him and get him a receiver, a true A receiver, man, it would it would be it would be a lot of fun to watch and it'd be really gratifying because Giants fans have kind of been through the ringer with him in New York and also this this too I'll leave it here Daniel Jones plays anywhere else in the country it's not it's not as big of a story it's not as big of a deal no one's calling no one's saying he sucks no one's calling for this guy's head that's just a fact he plays in New York it's the most it's it's a magnifying glass you know New York like the pressure is different in New York and he honestly he's built for it he's he's never he's never really folded under under all this right. I really, I can appreciate that. I really can appreciate his tough, his mental toughness. He is a, that's a real thing. He has that in spades. So, hey man, I think the Giants will give him a shot. But you can't. I don't think quarterback's the biggest problem the Giants have. Moral of the story. I think he can be a top. I'll say it again. He could be a top ten to fifteen in that range quarterback when things are right. I'm not, you know, I think that's what we're looking at, and that can win you a Super Bowl. Yes, it can. I think it can. That'll be somewhere else though. Maybe. Maybe, but most and look, Miles most likely, Miles most likely. No, seriously, it's it's highly likely. But they might win too many games and not be in the race for one of you guys. That's my Anthony Richardson's gonna fall, so maybe they take him as a developmental guy. Richardson's gonna fall. You know, gonna, don't touch that guy, man. Don't touch that guy. Oh no, I'm no, a Gators, I'm a Gators fan. Don't touch that guy. He's not, not that, that guy. Be for, you don't want Dayball to touch that guy. Can you imagine what Dayball will do to him? No, true. I've seen I what he can do with Josh Allen. Hey, Josh, are you willing to bet like another five years wasted on trying to fix a guy that I mean he's talented, but I would rather I'd rather salvage Daniel Jones than do that. Just me. Uh, I, I'm sick and tired of losing. But I, I think that if you went Anthony Richardson, I could I could I could deal with that. Like I, he's very talented. You know, he's a lot like Josh Allen. Josh Allen wasn't accurate either. Josh Allen wasn't the best mechanically either, but they both are just amazing athletic, athletic specimens. They both are. So, you know, I, I think that Dayball, that's, that's the kind of mold. He, he fits the mold. Him and that guy Le, uh, Levis out of Kentucky, they fit the mold of what Dayball likes to do and what he, what he can turn guys into. But none of those guys are going to be successful if you don't – like you drafted Wandell, right? He's supposed to do something this year. He's been banged up. You drafted Kadarius last year. He's out of here, though. That's he's not been hurt goal, every single chance he has. Like that's he's not been every, every chance. Yeah, he's got Galladay. He he runs like he's Alshon Jeffrey now. Like he's the slowest receiver in the league. <laughs> Can't get any separation. It's like who is he throwing to? He's throwing to Rich Homie Quan. That's hey, hey, 
But the, he's balling. He's so, balling too. Which is sad. It's but it's funny though because I I was telling my dad this too. The Giants' best receiver gets paid like five hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, he's a practice squad player. Yeah, he's our best receiver. Rich, rich homie Quan is our bet. We're referring to Richie James. <laughs> is our best receiver. He's our he's our best receiver, and that's that's when that's the situation your quarterback's in. How can you possibly judge him? Like you can't judge his touchdown, the, the, the amount of touchdowns he's thrown. You can barely judge the interceptions. You can judge certain ones. You gotta watch carefully though. It's just hard to judge him and say, hey, he's not the one when that's the situation you put him in. Joe Burrow had a bad offensive line. People like to use that example. I, I heard Colin Coward on TV. Oh, Joe Burrow had a bad offensive line. He still made plays. Uh, he had T. Higgins. They gave him Jamar Chase. Damn near got him killed in the process of giving him Jamar Chase, but did that. They gave him Jamar Chase, and they gave him uh, – and he has oh, – what's his name? Boyd, who's amazing. Was amazing. And, and he had Oz- Ozoma, the, the tight end. He had weapons to the ball, too. Daniel Jones doesn't even have that. So guys aren't getting open quick. It's a complete nightmare. No receivers, terrible line play. How can you, how can you say someone sucks? I, I, that's just my thing. If we're being real, I, you know, that's my, I don't get it. I don't get it, but. That's fair. Now, it might be, as you just mentioned, the weapons. O-line might not be as bad as we may think because if no wide receivers are getting open, no O-line in the NFL is going to be able to hold up for a butt so long. Man, it does not deal. matter. Neal, yeah, though. yeah, but the, yeah, the, I don't, I don't like that. I, I understand that, but but Daniel Jones was was getting pressured within the first second and a half with getting the ball. I want to be careful about judging Evan Neal early. By the way, I, I hear that because because of Andrew Thomas is that what you're going to say? Andrew Thomas was that bad early on, and he's the best left tackle in football right now. Um, so I just I, and he he is he buried Michael Parsons. The reps are bad. He was burying and. I said in the podcast last week with Nile, I said, that guy's not going to get he, – he might get one sack. That's it. He didn't get any sacks. He had two pressures. My, flu and game. Thomas, huh? He was on his flu game, though. He was on his flu game. But true, true. Thomas – but well, you know how many, how many t- uh, tackles can handle him even on his flu game? Not many. He, he's still amazing. He's still lightning quick, right? Like, Thomas was burying him. He put him in the ground, pancaking that guy. A couple he created times. a lot for Demarcus Lawrence, though. Oh, 100%. I mean, he was up – well, DeMarcus was just teeing off on the rookie. And yeah. I, I just don't want to judge him too early. I've seen this movie before. Tackles take a long time. It's a hard learning curve. When you're as big as he is, getting off that edge, getting into your set quick, takes a long time to get good at that. Well, let's just give it a minute. Give it that a minute. Let it breathe. I ain't, I ain't mad about that. Uh, the rest of the line sucks, and, and Gettleman left up in a mess. But the Giants ultimately will be fine. They're in good hands, no matter what they do. But – more of the story, Daniel Jones is better than you think he is. If you watch him, he is better than you think he is. All I'm saying. On the flip side, Cooper Rush completed 10 of 15 passes for 112 yards, one touchdown against the Blitz, and since Dak has gone out, he is 2-0. Zeke and Tony Pollard seem like a nice two-head actual running back core. They look more balanced and seems like it's better coaching. CD dropped some passes, but the second half he balled out. Present this though. Are the Cowboys somewhat better without that? Now, before you answer, I only present this because with that, they put all of it on Dak's shoulders. Without that, now they're having a way balanced, way more balanced attack. What do you think about this Cowboys team and how could how good can they be? 
I think no, go ahead, go ahead. Real, real quick, I think with with Cooper Rush, a part of the reason he looks so good is because the offense is simplified with him. Right, there's only so much that you can do with, with Cooper Rush, and I think he's very comfortable with a, a, a simplistic offense that he's that he's been in for for quite some time. With Dak, you know, there's more athleticism. You can open it up. You can do more, and and sometimes less is more. Right, and and Cooper Rush has has been amazing with the opportunity that he's been given. He's not turning the ball over. He's making the throws that he needs to make downfield. And it's not like he's just, you know, dumping it off to, to Tony Pollard and, and Zeke Elliott. No, he's making some serious throws down the field to Noah Brown and, and C.D. Lamb. And, you know, his stats would look a lot better the other night, too, if C.D. Lamb caught that long t- that long ball um, th- that he dropped. You know, he made up for it with the go-ahead one-handed grab. But I think I think Cooper Rush is, is the real deal. I don't think, you know, this is a, a bluff by any means. I think for for him, I think he, he can be a starter on, on another team. Um you know, next year, if, if that's the case, right? You know, he could go to New England and probably be playing better than Mac Jones is playing right now. Um, but to go back to to your original question, I think I think Cooper Rush is, is the real deal. When I say real deal, I'm not comparing him to, to Tom Brady. I'll be careful with that. I'll be careful. Let me rephrase. I think, I think he's doing exactly what he's supposed to be doing, and I think it's going to work for the Cowboys long-term. I wouldn't be so quick to to bring Dak back. Why? What's the rush, right? Like, I would not rush to put Dak back in there because then you might mess up the the momentum that's going on right now, right? They clearly are in a rhythm. They're comfortable with Cooper Rush. The play calling seems to be working, and he's executing it well. I wouldn't be so quick to bring Dak back. I agree on that aspect because this is the point that I'm making, it seems as if because they're simplifying it, they're having a balanced attack. What has been the, one of the biggest issues with the Cowboys over the last, since Dak has come into the league, we're going to throw the ball 40, 45 times. Granted, Zeke hasn't looked like Zeke when he got drafted, but you can't do that in any offense. You're not going to really succeed long-term. We saw a glimpse of it with the Bills. They lost, should have won that game, but Josh Allen has 63 attempts. You, yeah. can't, you can't do that. You have to have a run, a, some resemblance of a run attack. And right now, since Dak has gone out, Zeke doesn't look as bad as we said. Tony Pollard is who as we thought. And it seems like they have a two-headed monster again. Don't rush to bring Dak back. And when you bring Dak back, keep it balanced still. You don't, and you know, they don't have the weapons to be throwing 63 times. Yeah. They they really don't. Tony Pollard's better better than Zeke, by the way. Oh, I'm, I'm putting that on. Yeah, he he's, be, he's better close. by by Zeke, by the way. It's not close. And, and the game, Cowboys' defense looks pretty solid too. No, they're actually legitimately good. I, I think part of the thing about that game is that it makes you look worse than you actually are when you have. That's the best D line of football, probably. By the numbers, they've been the best D line of football. And I know it's been skewed because Michael Parsons is just winning everything, but but. Marcus Lawrence and other other sides are really good. They're a very good offense, uh, defensive line, and their corner play is pretty good too. It's not bad. They got a good defense. Um, for the first time in a while, they really do. It's just strong. So, I think that's part of it and part of the success. But yeah, I mean, what you're pointing out is a coaching problem. When you talk about them not not not, not running the ball enough, that's about coaching. That's not about that. that you know, that's an issue with Kellen Moore not calling the right plays. Kellen Moore is calling is only calling these run plays as, as much as he is because. 
he knows that Cooper Rush isn't capable of the same thing as, you know, as Dak is obviously. So that's why he's doing that. But it just so happens that it's working because it's really complimentary to what they should be doing anyways. They're, they're playing keep away with the ball. Their possessions are longer. They're doing the stuff that Dak did year one when they went 13 and three and went on that run, right? And they've just gotten away with it from it since, ever since they realized, oh, Dak can really sling it. So let's just, they just fell in love with the pass. And that's the problem. That's not going to win you football games unless you've got an incredibly high-powered offense and, and a, you know, a good enough defense. It's, been, it's just a tough way to win football games. But running the ball, stopping the runs away to win, and they're doing that right now with Cooper Rush. But there's no controversy, obviously, right? Like, we know that. There's no controversy. The guy's not nearly as talented as, as Dak. Uh, Cooper Rush has done a good job. He's better than I thought he was. But he only threw the ball 15 times. You know, <laughs> we didn't get him in third and long because we couldn't stop the run. So, uh, eventually, the team, what's going to happen is eventually the team's going to stop the run against them, force them in third and long, and you're going to see the real Cooper Rush. But he's doing a good job, and he can certainly be a good backup in the NFL for a long time. He's an above-average backup. I don't think he can start in the NFL for anybody. And you're going to be serious. I mean, if you, if you want to be serious, you can't start that guy. That's just the way I see it. I don't know if Miles – I think Miles agrees, right? Like, you know, I think Chris agrees. I think you all agree. Like, it's uh, – you can't start that guy and be a serious team about winning. You're just very unserious with Cooper Rush leading your team um, as your starting quarterback. But he's good. He's better than I thought he was. He made enough throws, and I fully expected a turnover in that game. I didn't get one. It, it pissed me off. So he did a good job. Looking at their schedule going forward, right? So Dak is out at least another four weeks. What do you think their, their record will be? Another four weeks. Back? Well, yeah, there's no need to rush him, like you said. I mean, he's not going to be back week five. It's more like week eight at this point. And if you keep winning like this or you're playing pretty good, you wait till, you you know, he's feeling 100% because this is the guy who can take you to the promised land. That's what you hope. That's why you pay him all that money. And, I mean, Cooper Rush is what you want out of a backup, keep you above water. So, yeah, his eighth week of being out would actually be against the Bears. That's when he would come back. So Cowboys commanders win a loss. That's a win. It's a division game. You know, I feel about division games and they won the last two, right? I I <laughs> I, oh, I think Wentz and uh, the 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 dead skins are, are due. I'm sorry. The commandos are due for uh for a win. So I think I'll, I'll take I'll take the commanders in that game. They're pissed. They just got they got embarrassed. They got dog walked by the Eagles. I, I think they'll they'll make it at least a close game. I think they should win. Coin flip. I'll pick the commanders. I'm gonna go Cowboys. Yeah. I'm gonna go Cowboys just because I'm not betting against the the Cowboys D line against Carson Wentz. And we all know when when Carson Wentz gets under pressure and feels uncomfortable, he starts turning that ball over, and oh, he, he couldn't even, he couldn't put up any points against uh, the Eagles this this past week. So. And we, we ain't talking about the same caliber team, by the way. We ain't talking – the Eagles are in a class of their own in, in, the, in the division. The Eagles are a Super Bowl team. But the thing Chris is pointing right. out I, I, because they, they out. pressured – They pressured, pressured Wentz. Camp. Yes. They pressured Wentz, and that was the biggest issue with that game. Of course, Jalen Hurts, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, they all did their thing. But if the Cowboys can get similar pressure of what the Eagles did – it's going to be a long day from Wentz. A long, a long, long, long day. I didn't know offensive line was as big of a, as big of a problem for that team. I, the, 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 damn. The, command, the commanders historically have had a good offensive line. Um, so I, I, don't, I didn't know that it would be a big of a – obviously, that D-line is amazing. But 
you can run the ball relatively well, you'll be okay. I think the Giants could have won the game they played last week. It really could have gone either way, honestly. So I don't see why the the commanders can't make it a close game. And again, in division, I hate in division games because you just don't know. Uh, you would have, we all would have bet our left foot besides me that the Bengals would have beaten the Steelers in week one. And that did not happen. And that, and they had Mitchell Trubisky starting. I'm telling you, you just don't know. It's weird. It's weird. And I try to stay away from them, but I'll, I'll take the commanders because you guys are all going house money on the Cowboys. Next two games. I think we both, we all would agree. It's a loss. They played Cowboy. The Cowboys played the Rams and then they played the Eagles, both away games. Safe to say those are both L's. Oh yeah. And Cooper. We're going to be very humbling for Cooper. <laughs> that following week, Lions at Cowboys. That could no, be a loss too. Cowboys Eagles. Huh? Yeah, I'm saying you think they're gonna win that game? Hell no. No, no. It's at, it's in Philly. I'm going to that game. <laughs> you going that game? That's why, that's why I skipped it. Yeah. This is that's a L. They're gonna lose, they're gonna lose back to back to the Rams, to the Eagles, then they play the Lions. The Lions the Lions are not have good this year. Yeah, Lions Lions could be an L. They just lost to the Vikings, but it could be an L. It, it's going to depend on how, how Jared Goff goes. Good luck. Aiden Hutchinson on your – good luck. I, I don't know how I feel. And, and who's guarding the Monroe St. Brown? Don't tell me it's Trayvon Diggs. He he's that, hurt. He's hurt. He, 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 he'll be playing. He's, he's all right. For yeah. fantasy purposes, he'll be playing. He'll be playing. And that, ne- that next game, the Chicago Bears at Cowboys. That's, That's a dog. That's a dog. They can start, start me in that game. They win that game. This guy. Before we transition, right? No, you know I'm a good quarterback too, by the way. Get the you know yo. what I do. Hey, hey ask Taywan. Ask everybody. They, they, quarterback. <laughs> sure. He said, yeah. "Ask Taywan." Ask Taywan, bro. Before we transition, right? Speaking of the Bears, we all had hopes for Justin Fields, and we all prefaced this season by saying that they did not put him in position to be successful. After these first three weeks of games and looking at some of his stats, having 39 quarterback rating, he has the worst quarterback rating in the NFL. Are there any concerns with Justin Fields? Hell yeah. How could there not be? I mean, one, this is the guy they drafted in the first round. So this is what they're moving forward with. He's, he's having games seven for 11, eight for 15. I get it. It's a coaching issue and it's not much you can really do about that. He's under contract for the next three, four years. So unless things change, like they lost Allen Robinson, they got Mooney, but they don't throw it to him. I don't, I don't see how this gets any better. Like this team is just cursed. Like this is not a good team. Why would anyone want to play for Chicago unless you're going to the bulls? But of course we're talking about a different sport. So it's like, there's nothing good in his career that's going to happen in Chicago. So he has to just hope that, you know, like a Baker Mayfield situation, someone takes a chance, tries to trade for him. But other than that, if he stays in Chicago, he'll be a backup in a couple years. Off the small bit that I've seen from that guy's game. I don't, I don't want to fault. Like I told y'all, I think I said it in the podcast, but maybe I, did, I, said, maybe I said it in the group chat. If we were going to start talking about him, the way you talk about Daniel Jones. I knew it. It's dangerous because you because he has the worst whole line in football. They eight for, they eight for fifteen, the eleven of whatever. He's throwing like no more than sixteen passes a game because they can't simply because they can't do it. So they run the ball repeatedly. Um, again, their pat their line doesn't hold up. So 
he has talent. He has he has all the gifts. He he makes amazing plays when he gets a chance to do that. I believe in him. I think that the Bears would be stupid to 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 let him walk. I think he has a lot of you know just physical gifts. Um, I think he's a starter in the NFL and, and could be a damn good one. So you know, I have no concerns about it. I, I know what this looks like from experience. It's hard to judge that. It's hard to judge him. All right, like. They have one good wide receiver, and they got a terrible O-line, and they have a good run game, but they can't even play action out of it because the O-line's just that bad. It's just that bad. They signed the Somehow they're 2-1. That's the funny thing. They run yeah. the ball. They run, and their defense is good. They run the ball well, and their defense is good. So they play the keep-weight game. That's how, you, that's how you win games sometimes. You can, you, can, you can win with that gimmick until you play a really good team, and then it gets, it gets real crazy. Um, like y'all this week. That, that, when no, if, if Leonard Williams doesn't play, I'm, I'm really scared about that game. If Leonard Williams plays, we're going to win that game. If Leonard Williams does not play, we are going to lose. That's just the way I feel about it. Who, who you got? The Bears. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think I think with Justin Fields, too, it shows in the play calling that, you know, they're not confident in their O-line, right? When you're only throwing the ball 11 times throughout the entire game, it ain't a Justin Fields problem. It's He has no, no time to throw the football. Another quarterback where we might have maybe not some question, but more so on the team. The Bills lost to the Dolphins. Josh Allen, he was 42 for 63. Still threw for 400 yards, two touchdowns. Are we concerned in the big picture about the Bills and their lack of a running game? We brought it up at the beginning of the year when we mentioned the best offenses. The only concern that we all pretty much said concerning the Bills is their lack of a running game. Zach Falls and Devin Singletary combined for 59 yards rushing. I mean, Josh Allen has been their running game for the past few years. He, he's been he's been their Lamar Jackson, right? You know, he's that big body, not afraid to take a hit. And that, that can eventually, you know, be a curse for them. They did get uh, Dalvin Cook's brother, I uh, forget his first name, but he's, he's a project. He's not ready to play full time. Um, you know, he fumbled his first carry back in week one or whenever he played week one, week two. Um, but yeah, it's going to be a problem. Josh, Josh Allen shouldn't be airing it out as good as he is obviously throwing for over 400 yards. That's going to take a toll on you throughout the season. You shouldn't have to throw 63 times. I get it in some shootout games like that where the game's on the line, but the, the bills haven't had a, a solid running back the past few years. Right. So it's it's something that they definitely need to fix in order to take some of that pressure off of Josh Allen. Cause again, it's going to be hard to have that balance attack. I think it's going to be an issue when it matters the most, they're still going to win 12, 13 games. I think we'll all agree with that. They're still going to get Facts. their wins. They almost won against the dolphins. When it comes to getting through the playoffs, they see a chief squad. They see the dolphins again. Both of those teams have a way better running game than the Bills have. You can't you can't throw 63 times in the playoffs. Amen. And offer offer a second round pick for Saquon. Let's see what happens. You said that dumb boomer size and crap. Don't bring that here. Don't bring <laughs> don't bring that to the podcast. Let me say, let me just say this real quick. The way they call plays up in Buffalo and the way they've done it since he's gotten there, you would think his name Jacquees Allen and not Josh Allen. The way they call these damn running H back draws or read option plays. Yeah, you the name Jacquees, the way the way they call plays. All right, they got that straight out of the little league. But in all seriousness, it, it, it also hides an obvious flaw. They don't have a good running game. The old line's never been that good. 
since he's been there. But they just, you know, Stefan Diggs is open in 2.2. So he gets quick. It's quick. He, opens, he, he makes quick work of, of cornerbacks. He gets open. So it doesn't really matter as much uh, for them. But, yes, in the, play, in the playoffs, you can't stop the run. You can't. You can't. You can't stop the run, and you can't run the ball yourself. You're going to lose. And last year in that that winter game, the Winter Bowl, they played against the Pats. They had that problem. They couldn't stop the run, and they weren't running the ball successfully, so they lost that game. Belichick was able, able to take advantage of them in the trenches. That's the reason. If they don't win the Super Bowl, that's going to be the why. They, that's going to be why they don't win the Super Bowl. Last year, they had a chance to beat that Chiefs team in that crazy game we all watched. But the reality was, if they could run the ball, they would have won. That was it. They were throwing the ball too much. It, it doesn't matter how great your quarterback plays. If you can't keep play, keep away from an offense that good on, on the other side, it doesn't matter. So um, this is why the, the rumor that Miles is perpetuating on the podcast about Saquon being traded there for a second-round pick is nonsense because the Giants know that, and as good as Saquon is, it's pretty hard to let him walk. I'm, I'm sorry. Like, he, he, is, he is the best running back in football. Like, that guy, the stuff he does is crazy. So, yeah, the Bills He's ever got Kevin him, Durant. Huh? He's their Kevin Durant. He's their LeBron. He was a better, a better analogist. Kevin Durant. I, I tell you what, they say well, Quan take his talents to somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> he'll, be a, he'll be a giant. I, you yo, especially if Daniel Jones isn't sticking around, he'll be a giant. I, I I am more confident that of that now than ever. Just because you're not allocating funds to any any old running back, it's a different situation. This guy's special. It's it's different. It's different. It's not. We ain't talking about J- Jonathan Taylor. We ain't talking about. Eckler. No, we're talking about uh, uh, all-time talent. We're talking about Barry, Ju- Barry Sanders Jr. He's, that's his illegitimate father. That Ali Barkley. That's not his dad. His real dad is Barry Sanders. So that's what we're talking about. So we talk about a guy that, that good. He can't let him walk. I, I don't think they will. And Joe Shane has been quoted saying that this guy's a, he, he's a pillar of the organization. He's a guy. He's a building block. You don't trade building blocks. You don't let building blocks walk. Now, he didn't say Daniel Joe's name, by the way. So, was, you know, there's that. So I'm just, I'm just saying, just saying. Okay, stick around. Speaking of Eckler, are we talking about the Chargers, Antonio? Oh, we, we can touch on the Chargers because just oh, why? Huh? Why? Because what? I got a, I got a, I got a problem with them playing Justin Herbert. J- Justin Herbert. Look, the, the, we, want, we want to talk about coaching issues. There's, there's a coaching issue in in okay. LA right now with with Brandon Staley. Justin Herbert shouldn't have played in that game as injured as he was. You've got to talk about taking a pain injection shot for your rib cartilage as banged up as he was as good as he is in him being the future of that, that franchise, you can't have him playing. And he also shouldn't be throwing for 45 times in that game. If he's that banged up, right. You know, he threw a bad interception and, and the problem that I have with it too, we talk about lack of a run game. They have a lack of a run game that, or for whatever that reason, that game, they had a lack of a run game. They only, attempted to rush the ball 12 times. You, you don't do that with with your franchise quarterback hurt. You, that's what you got to rely on. You shouldn't be relying on Justin Herbert to air it out when he's hurt and got a banged up rib. That's that's a coaching problem. And I have to agree too, it's a blowout game and he left them in the game. I don't care. Facts. Justin, I don't care if Justin Herbert's telling me he want to play and I want to finish out with my teammates. I want you to play for the rest of the year and years oh. after that, bro. Because if he got, if he got clocked, and that fourth quarter, and it was a, it became a worse injury. Yeah. Now we're looking at him. Oh, he's out four to six weeks, and the Chargers can't afford to have Justin Herbert out four to six weeks. That's not that's that's not happening, especially especially in the AFC in general. Well, right. you're putting your 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 point right there is it Staley can't knows he can't afford to be without his starting quarterback that long. They've got a million other injuries they're worrying about right now. They lost that Guyton guy. They saw that injury go come across. That guy's coaching for his job. 
<laughs> you have a quarterback that good, you get Khalil Mack, your, your ownership group expects to win a championship. So, or, and be, or at least be close. And so if you lose, if you lose Herbert for even two games in that division, like Antonio said, it's done so. And, and he's probably going to get fired anyways. He's going to get fired anyways, right? So he's they're the one. In, they're going to bring Sean Payton in next year. It's fine. It's just... I could, hey, listen, that's the real thing. And I hope he goes there and don't go to Dallas. Go there. Go work with Jay Herbal. I'd rather coach Jay Herbal. I want to go to Dallas. Why would you want to go to Dallas? Right. I would want to coach Dak. I would rather coach Justin Herbert. It's like. Exactly. He's like, what are we talking about? Apples and oranges. Herbert, Dak Prescott. Nah, bro. Go to. And the weather. Go go to. LA. Let's say it's LA. You going to, you going to Cali. They're going to ask. They're going to ask. They're going to uh, What's his name? Jerry Jones going to call uh, your boy. Your boy Sean Payton's like, you want to come coach and die? And they be like, I don't want to coach that cool. Jay Herbo. Speaking of, we talking about LA and Greg alluded to it, mentioning how Saquon Barkley is an all-time talent. Aaron Donald, fastest to 100 sacks at the defensive tackle position. Is it safe to say, because I saw some people debating, saying, you know, it's not there yet. Obviously, he's the best in football right now. Where do y'all rank Aaron Donald in regards of pass rushers and defensive players in general all time? Is he the greatest <laughs> player that we've ever seen? Well, I feel like Lawrence Taylor would have to take that. I mean, when you look at what he did back then, it's different. But when you look at Aaron Donald from his size, like six foot, 270 at D tackle, that's not really heard of at this point and he dominates like he they're triple teaming him at this point and he still gets his what like at least 12 13 sacks every season so I mean he is one of the top five greatest pass rushers of all time he's definitely better than Warren Sapp I just don't know if he's better than like what Reggie White or Bruce Smith I don't know if I'm putting him ahead of the guys like that just yet but like he's been so dominant right off the bat from coming in the league. Yeah, he's definitely in that that combo. Anytime you're training with knives, you're an all-time great. Or anytime you're training with you're hand fighting, you're doing your you're simulating hand fighting with with knives, or you're choking dudes. You get you're, you're getting choked. You're, you're doing martial arts. Like all seriousness, he's he's an all-time great player. There's there's not even much like. There, he's a Hall of Famer already. He could have retired. Remember the rumors about him retiring at the end of the season last year? He could have done that, and he would have been stamped already. He didn't need to come back. He has nothing left to prove. He's an amazing player. Double teams don't even work against him, and he's the reason why the Rams are so good. Like, he's the reason why. He's a, probably the biggest reason, I, I think, you know? So they've been a mainstay there forever. They can, they can never let that guy walk. He's just he's, – he's, he's the real Bron. Of, of football he's brown yeah right doesn't miss games shows up every day not, you get 100 sacks by showing up every day being available and that's hard to do in football so give him credit the only thing i can say about him he's a little bit of a hothead swinging helmets and all that crap but other than that he's he's a he's a hell of a player yeah newest segment you already know who's real who's fake greg made sure to poke holes in it and was like what do you mean by who's real who's fake so we're going to break it down today. Who's real? Who's fake? When we talk about Cordell Patterson, who's real? Who's fake? Is he really a top five 
runner in this league. Currently, he's third in rushing at 302 and two TDs. Is Cordell Patterson real or fake? As a, as a running back. I, I don't know. How can you say he's not at this point? He's been doing this since last year. It's, it, guys don't have an answer. It's not like he's playing against – he has this amazing goal line that he's, he's playing with. Um, I think he's real. I don't think it's a gimmick. He's good. I, I know the Giants wanted him for free agency last year. God, I hope we got I wish we got him. But I, I, he's a heck of a player. He's a heck of a player. Um, I think it's real. I don't think it's a gimmick. He's been doing it too. He's been doing it longer than last year. He, he and he's done it for multiple teams. I think that's the most impressive part. It's not like he's been with one team and has just been, you know, perfect in their system. He he's gone different places and, and still been successful when he gets the ball. You know, he he's electric and he's he's a big guy too. So um he's definitely real. I mean, he's he's cool. The first real season he had last year was that was cool. He had like 630 yards rushing. So I don't know if I'm ready to say he's like real. Like it's a cool story. A guy who was a failed receiver, first round pick, turned running back. It's a cool story. But to say he's like a top five running back, hell no. Hell no. Is that what we said? Uh, yeah, I was, I was going to say that. Because he's right now, he's third in rushing. All right, well, uh, these are two different questions. He, he's th- he, yeah, he's third in rushing because Marcus Mariota is the quarterback. You don't want him throwing too much. That's why he's third. In, yes, that's why he's third in rushing. Let's relax. But is he a good player? Yes, he's a good player. He no, no yeah, he's a good player. There's, I'm not questioning that. I'm just saying there's like 15, 20 running backs I'd take before him, though. 15 to 20 is it? Woo-hoo! 15, 20. Oh. They're really like just giving it to him right now because – there's not much on this team. Like they got Kyle Pitts, they don't use him. They're feeding Drake, Drake London like he's Michael Thomas. Like there's yeah. nobody else besides those three guys. And your quarterback's Marcus Mariota, who I mean, he shouldn't, even, he shouldn't be starting at this point. But this is what happens when you have no options. And that light skin boy is nice though. Right? You you nice boy, you nice. Light skin boy is nice. I'm just saying. It was a two. It was a twofold question. So y'all answer the question: Who's real? Who's fake? Jalen Hurts as a front runner for MVP. Real or fake? I want to hear. I want to hear Greg. Tell. I want to say. I want to say something, but I, I just considering the conversation conversation we had before this podcast about my my profanity. I can't. I, I guess I can't say it, which sucks. But well, this is the same folks. This is the same guy who said Daniel Jones is better at quarterbacking. Than Jalen Hurts, I, I would I would stand on that if, if, if don't do that. You're, you're gonna make me. You're gonna hijack this conversation. It's supposed to be about Jalen Hurts. No, we're not. Don't do what you're doing. Is he real or is he fake in this MVP? First of all, he's real. He's yeah. real. He, he's real. But I just want to say, since you said that, because you got me tight. Now, if I if Daniel Jones had a top top two offensive line in the league with Devonta Smith, who we were who we were supposed to have. And 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 AJ Brown and all these weapons and Dallas Goddard, then I think he'd be in the same. He'd be he'd be a top 12 quarterback. That's all I'm saying. So let's not do that. But Jalen Hurts, yeah, he's he's real. He's real. I was wrong. He's he's obviously heard my my critique of him. He went out in the offseason. He worked on his ability to throw the football, right? He's not playing, he's not playing the, the brand of football he was playing before. It was you know a lot of backyard football before. It's different now. So I'll give him credit. I'll give him credit. 
he is he is a real MVP candidate. The Eagles are real, and they could they could win the whole thing. They're serious. They're a serious team. So yeah, he's he's the real deal, and he could win MVP. He definitely could, but he won't because Lamar Jackson exists. So he mm. won't. That's still my pick for MVP, by the way. But who Lamar Jackson? Yeah, yeah. I have to say I hate Russell Wilson. By the way, I I pick him. I pick him <laughs> MVP, and he and he talk, he he's just riding into the dirt. You talking about let's ride? He riding right into his grave. It's nonsense. He looks horrible. He, he sucks. He sucks right now. Yeah, that you, was saw how, you saw how happy he was though after this win, though. You know him. They, man. they put up eleven points, and he was celebrating like he they just dropped forty points on him. And, and, and I because it can't it can't get any worse than this right now. So for them to be two and one is an accomplishment. Yeah. Hey, you could you could be the Raiders at zero and three. Exactly, but they're still keeping pace with the the Chiefs, which is all you could ask of them at this point. Now they got to figure this offense out. But he's not going to win MVP. That was stupid. I didn't know. I didn't get, I didn't, oh my, it was like I said, Kim, it was top 10 or something. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, Yo, I need the T-shirt. I need this on a T-shirt so we can keep this combo going. Stop, stop. What, what we need on a T-shirt? Cam <laughs> Newton, top, uh, top, top 10. 10. <laughs> I, thought, I, I thought it was a chance to win MVP. I just thought with the weapons he had around him. But Jerry Judy can't catch a football, so no, exactly. What can't catch a cold? Hey, real quick, these Raiders. Is there any chance they can turn this around? No, not in this division. They still got to play that division. They got still got time to to start this slow. Yeah, they still got to play the Chiefs. They got to play the Broncos. <laughs> we'll figure it out at, at some point, and they got a good defense, and. I still have faith in the Chargers to at least, you know, beat them a couple times. I don't think they're good. I don't think they're good. Why are they not throwing the ball to uh, Darren Waller? What's that about? Uh, that's that's weird. I have him in fantasy. Not that it matters. Like, I have a juggernaut. We're winning regardless. But I can't, I can't put my finger on it. When a Hall of Famer just doesn't throw to your tight end, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Devontae. Devontae, bro. I know. He looks like, dumb after saying that. I get it, man. Like, Derek Carr seems like a really nice guy. He seems the kind of guy that, you know, if you're friends with him, you want to go to bat for that guy. He's, he's a good Christian man. He, he loves people. Or, you know what I mean? Henry Ruggs there, he kills somebody. He's like, man, we got love on that guy. It's a good dude. It's a good dude, but he ain't that good of a quarterback. <laughs> he's okay. He's okay. He's okay at playing quarterback. He He's all right. I mean, look, I don't think he's the problem, I, I, but they don't have any balance in their offense, it seems like, and they don't throw to the tight end. It's it's just weird. And the defense has always been crappy, the, the, the personnel. So there's a lot of issues over there, you know? Did we tough. ever expect them to be good, though? Because Josh McDaniels is the coach. And I, he, hope, I hope he goes out with inflames here. I am not looking for that guy to win. I don't yeah. care. After he so left the Colts hanging, and Colts should be happy they didn't end up signing him as the coach. They dodged a bullet. Yeah, because Frank Reich is so much better as a head coach. But it's about firing him, by the way. They, they shouldn't, though. They shouldn't. He's not, the issue. he's not the issue. They, they It's like a revolving door for quarterbacks. They're bringing quarterbacks back to the dead. They're going to try to bring back Roger Stahl back to play quarterback for the next season. <laughs> and and they, they want to fire him and blame him for the, the for the bad start. What, make, what sense does that make? That makes no sense at all. No. Who's real? Who's fake? Last one. Top 10 quarterback, Trevor Lawrence, real or fake? 
He's real. He's real. He's real. <laughs> he was born. He was born to do this. Like he was touted in Clemson. Nah, he's real. Sunshine. He's coming out number one pick. This is this is it. Like Jacksonville finally yeah, yeah, figured it out. Yeah, yeah. They finally figured it out. They should be happy that they they lost enough games that year. He's what they tell you Jesus looks like. By the way, he's what they tell you Jesus looks like. You just put a picture of him next to the and they lied. By the way. But teenage, saying, teenage uh, Jesus, because he has no beard. I was gonna say, oh, yeah. yeah, like a young Jesus, like a young, young Jesus. Uh, like that, they, that's what they tell you he looked like. They, they wrong, by the way. You just definitely look closer to closer to me than than, than, than to him. I'm gonna, say, I'm gonna put that away. But you know, um, no, nah, he, he's the real deal, man. He, he makes every kind of throw in the book. They figured it out, they got the weapons. They, they overspent. Usually, when you overspend in free agency like that, it usually burns out after a year or so. I think because of the quarterback situation they have there, it's gonna last because. And their defense is really good. The defense is real. They're, they're a really good team. You saw today, I almost put them in my top five. I, I think they could beat a lot of teams by surprise. I think they beat the Rams. They play the Rams tomorrow, didn't they? They didn't beat the I Rams. Thought, I thought about it, too. I thought about putting them in my top five. But I'm like, yeah, I need to see this for another couple of weeks. Like, they got a couple of good good matchups coming up. So. It's just Chris's luck that there would be another great quarterback in the, in the, in the AFC, man. Uh, you know? Like, I, think, I think we left out the Vikings in that top five, though. Oh, right. Kirk Cousins, right? Yeah, Kirk, Kirk Cousins. Hey, Kirk Cousins, 2-1. That's true. That's so true. Daniel Jones Kirk with Cousins nothing around him. <laughs> Kirk Cousins, 2-1. <clears throat> oh, God. So, I Kirk like... sucks. First of all, y'all acting like I'm a Kirk Cousins fan. Let's let's let's, let's clear that up. Ain't you, nobody you, a... chose, you are riding with Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. That's yes. a separate kind of drug yes. war right now. Yes, you I'm riding with drug. Kirk Cousins to win you the division. Ghost? Huh? You meant Ghost? <laughs> he linked up with Tariq and Kane in the alleyway, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about he, he chose Kirk Cousins over Aaron Rodgers. All right, pipe down, pipe down, pipe down. Hey, what? respectfully though, they they got the same record right now. Respectfully, for now, they got, they got the tiebreaker right now, right now. Exactly, and, and Green Bay still don't look that hot themselves. So that division in general, nah, they're gonna figure it out. They beat the they beat the great Hopefully. Thomas Brady. Hopefully that that wasn't a that ain't look good either. Both sides. That was a disgusting <laughs> game. That was a disgusting game. It was. And that was just evident. It kind of brings up the conversation that we had with LeBron. At one point, <clears throat> LeBron, market. He's going to the finals. Tom Brady, market. Deep playoff run, Super Bowl. Now at this point in his career, he needs a consistent co-star. That's literally what that game told me. He can't do it no more. Where it's like at one point he was like, "Yo, Tom Brady, you can put anybody around him at wide receiver. He'll make it work." Not the case no more. Not the case no more. Speaking of wide receivers, we just talked about Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence, the top wide receiver duels right now: Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, six hundred fifty-nine yards combined; AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, five hundred fifty-eight yards combined; Zay Jones and Christian Kirk. 440 yards combined, Chris Olave and Michael Thomas at 439. <clears throat> Would you rather Christian Kirk addition? Christian Kirk got all this bread. Nobody thought he deserved it. It wasn't his fault he got the bread. The Jags overpaid. But as of right now, he's tied for 19th in catches, 8th in yards, tied second for touchdowns, and he's tied second with the most 20-plus yard catches. Would you rather Christian Kirk, Amon, Ross, St. Brown? 
Oh, I'm, I'm oh, Sam Brown. Brown. Sam Brown. Oh, he's the best receiver no one talks about. That guy's great. Hollywood Brown. Oh, Kirk. Oh, Kirk. 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 Chris Olave. Kirk. Kirk. Rashad Bateman. Kirk. Kirk. His teammate, Zay Jones. Kirk. Hey. Before we continue, you can no, Zay Jones is balling though. Uh, Chris got a look on his face, feel like he smells something bad. Paisley, take Paisley, take a, take a dump next to you. <laughs> <laughs> you got you got Bateman over Kirk. I got Bateman just just because I feel like he's good, he's gonna hit his stride this year with Lamar Jackson. Yeah, but the way they're using him right now is like if it's not a bomb, then there's nothing happening. That's fair. That's also that's, a, that's a good he point. Running, he ain't running all the routes in the route tree. So yeah, I can't, yeah. I can't he, he's, he's running goes and posts. He's only running goes and posts. He running, he's, he's running that Jacquees playbook. <laughs> Jacquees special. Garrett Wilson. Kirk. Garrett Wilson. <laughs> Kirk. This guy hated him, bro. He's a rookie. He's such a homer. He's such a homer. Oh, oh we, we talking about now or like That's longevity? Now. No, now. longevity. Garrett. Now. Now, longevity, longevity, definitely Garrett, but but Kirk right now. Kirk, bro. Now, Kirk. He said Kirk. 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 To to end out this week three. Yeah, who's y'all player of the week from week three? Damn, we're not even going to talk about the game tomorrow. No, from from last week. From last week. Oh, for uh, I'm about to say we about week four, bro. We we about to wrap like that. (laughs) Player player of the week this week. I'm going Devontae Smith. I'm going Devontae Smith, and here's why. Devontae Smith, pe- people didn't count him out, but they they didn't expect him to be as involved and have a, a bigger role with, with A.D. Brown coming over, right? I think he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. I think he feels like he's still that number one wide receiver on that team. Um, and, and you saw in, in the catches that he made. Like, these aren't catches that he's just going up and grabbing, right? No, he's climbing that ladder. Like he he's putting his body out there and he's climbing that ladder. That bomb that he caught at the one yard line, like he put his body on the line for that. And you could tell he it hurt because after he caught that ball, he put his head right into the ground and he rocked for a little bit and then he got up and shook it off. But even the, the touchdown catch that he got, you know, he had one what one one sixty nine and he had one hundred and fifty something in the first half. Eight catches total on the day. Like, yo, the Devontae Smith is is here. He's gonna pair well with with AJ Brown. Um, and I don't think he's going to let people forget that, you know, he's a star on that team too. Um, and the one thing I worry about with him is obviously his weight, but I think he's going to, he's going to get that under control and, and try to put on some pounds in the off season. But yeah, man, I don't, think he, needs to. I don't think he needs to just cause it's like, you think of Marvin Harrison, it's not like he bulked up and he was still a great receiver. So I think he's in that same mold of guys who that's just their body type. He's not, yeah, he, was, was Marvin Harrison that light? I mean, this, this, this kid is like he wasn't he wasn't no like bodybuilder. He was but yeah, at the same fair. time, he wasn't like real thin. So there's guys like him, you got Deshaun Jackson, who just they're good. They're just ballers. And yeah, I yeah. mean, that's it. My week, my player of the week for this, this past week, it gotta be Trevor Lawrence. Balled Ooh. out. Um huge game and safe to say. Granted, he was injured. He outplayed, outplayed Herbert outplayed Herbert. He looks like the leader that they they drafted. Definitely can make a playoff run. And with that defense, um, with that defense, we talking about definitely for the next couple of years. That's a they might as well be a playoff lock. 
if Trevor Lawrence is playing this way and that defense stays like this, that's a playoff lock every year now. They run that division going forward. I'll go with uh, and I, I would have probably said that. I so I agree. I would go. I'll go with uh, Lamar. Lamar had five total touchdowns. That's Fantasy. not a bad pick. He 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 tore them apart. He tore them apart. They tried to play this like gimmicky defense where they had to spy on him. They tried to play him like he was Jacquees. He he lit them up. He 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 showed him he's really he's really like he's John. He's not Jacquees. He he's out here throwing the ball, tearing them up. He, he's a monster. So I, I'll go with Lamar. Lamar is the, the best quarterback in football. I, I I know I said I know I said Herbert is. I you know, look, Lamar's best. Lamar is the best. Lamar's throwing the ball, he's throwing the ball right now. There's no answer. So Lamar is incredible. I know he's he not I know he said he's not renegotiating, but I think with how he's played so far, maybe one of these practices, I just you just go up to the upstairs and talk to the front office try to get this contract done because my only concern with him and any quarterback that is any quarterback I don't want I don't want him to get injured I really don't I feel like the way he plays is like a careful aggressiveness like he style of play is real aggressive but he doesn't really take too bad a hit like he he's careful out there so I think this is like an Aaron Judge type of situation. You you play it out. You guys didn't want to give me the money right right now up front. All right, I'm gonna put up an MVP year, and now you're gonna have have to pay me even more. Like what I was asking for was a discount. Now <laughs> I'm not helping you guys out anymore. Like you guys have let me go through negotiations the last two years. Like Josh Allen already got paid, and I got an MVP. And at the end of this year. If he can say I have two MVPs, don't even talk to me if it's not fully guaranteed. That's it. Okay. The other thing, too, don't talk to me if y'all not giving me the years I want. Baltimore did not want to do the four years that he wants. Lamar trying to set up his contracts kind of like the NBA. He wanted to do the four years, re-up after that, re-up after that. So we talking about in the next 10 years, we looking up, oh, shoot, Lamar's a billionaire. That's how he's trying to set it up. He want the four-year, three-year type of deal. They wasn't with that either. He gets MVP this year? Give me whatever I want. Point blank, period. Give me me whatever I want. And if not, every team in the NFL, outside of a couple of them, obviously the Bills, the Chargers, but every other team that don't have their starting quarterback for the next 10 years, the Joe Burrows of the world, do y'all, hey, Baltimore, don't franchise them. Don't Don't do that yet. Y'all not gonna pay him, we'll pay him. Don't don't franchise him. We will play. He probably won't play under a franchise tag either. That's that's my point. Try that if y'all want. Either y'all give Lamar all little bread and every single year he wants. If he wants a four-year deal, you give him that. If not, Cowboys, Jets, Giant, all y'all call ASAP. The they can't let him go. Lamar in a Cowboys jersey. He oh, won't be disgusting, but I'm saying you better call. You better call. Because because Dak ain't Dak. Ain't a Cooper Rush, remember? J- Jerry if Jones I, would make him cut his hair. If I Jerry had, Jones would cut I, him his hair himself. He cut his dress. <laughs> he put him in the chair. The press He'll conference. The I don't know. Not even the chair. He'll be talking like, "Thanks, Jerry. Cut that." 
It'll be the biggest scandal of all time. Just this old <laughs> white man cutting Lamar's dreads. He'd be like, "Yeah, you're black. You need to cut your hair." Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Week four. Week Going four. That's like magic. <laughs> <laughs> Week four. We got to start off tomorrow's game. Miami Dolphins three and zero at the Bengals at one and two. First question I want to ask, and then y'all can decide. Tell me who y'all winners are in this one. With this game, we all saw the Dolphin game. Tua definitely had a concussion. Should Tua even be playing this game? Yes. Yeah. Yo, hey, man. Uh, I'm bullish on the Dolphins in this game. I'm not going to lie to you. I can't blame you. I can't blame you. You got crit, crit. Don't, I know your feelings are hurt right now. Uh, he about to start not. talking like Russ when he was in that video. He was like, yo, you want this suit? Nah. This suit? <laughs> yo, he killed I'm me. Start talking like this. Nah, I can't blame you. Continue, though. No, I, 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 look, my main reasoning for this is I think the Dolphins have just found magic because they have two receivers that no one can cover. You can't cover it. It's hard to bracket two of them. Like, they're so fast. In single coverage, they're just amazing. Jalen Waddle's amazing. Tariq Hill's amazing. They just have a, a formula working, and, and it's, it's working out beautifully for, for Tua. I think Tua does play. He's tough. I think they want to win. They want to win games. They, they're gonna, they know they're up what they're up against winning that division in the AFC East against the Bills. So um, I think that they're going to try to keep pace, and they're going to put him out there. And as long as he's healthy, big, big, you know, as long as he's healthy enough to throw the ball and be accurate, and he always is, um, they have a chance to win this game and continue their hot streak. They're they're a damn good. They're a really good team, man. So I think they have a good chance. Um, but I, you know, Tyreek, what Tyreek say? I owe you, boy. Oh yeah, no, I, no, I, you know why you owe him? Cause cause he ain't he ain't do nothing the past two times we played him. That's why he owe Eli. That's why he owe Eli. So oh, so who do we? So who yeah, y'all we, y'all y'all forgetting that the Bengals beat the Chiefs last year twice. It's not the Chiefs Y'all forgetting that we already saw Tyreek Hill. Excuse me, we talking about Patrick Mahomes? Who are we talking about? We talking about? I don't remember talking about. No, we talk. We talking about Tyreek Hill. We talking about Tyreek Hill. You act like he gave us fits last year, which he did not. Which he did not. He he had one touchdown. Other side, bro. Jill Waddle's on the other side, though. Like you can't just you get the Cowboys. demons. Of course, of course. That's it. Look, I'm not saying it's not going to be a challenge. It's definitely going to be a challenge. But I'm not counting us out either. I'm not counting us out just because Jalen Waddle's on the other side. Jalen Waddle's a bit banged up right now. Who knows how, what health he's coming into the game with? They just came out of three dog fights these, these past three weeks. Every game for them was a dog fight. And let's not act like like two is the greatest thing since sliced bread. Yes, he's playing well. Tua is definitely playing well. He he proved himself against the Ravens. And and but he he didn't he didn't and the Bills, he beat the Bills too. It's not he like he beat the Bills. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he beat the Bills too, but but let's let's not act like the defense wasn't a big part of that either. Okay, let's, let's another, like, yet, another, yet another reason why I think they're gonna win the game. Uh, and I'm, I'm not. Look, I'm, I'm. I can't fault you for for thinking that. I can't fault you at all for thinking that. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I, I do think the Bengals still have a chance. I don't, I don't think. Look, the I, I'm worried about their defense too. I, I think they got a great secondary. I think. Yes. T- look, uh, I'm not confident in our line right now. We played well against the Jets, but the Jets also don't have a pass rusher to get to Burrow. Hmm. Mm. So I, I, I'm not uh, – what I saw last, what I saw on Sunday with the Bengals offensive line, you can't fool me that saying, oh, Burrow only got stacked twice, the offensive line is back. No, Leo, Leo Collins still looks – I ain't going to say hot garbage, but he don't, he don't look right. So, uh, look, if, if we can hold up on the offensive line and 
Joe Mixon can get the run game going, which he hasn't been able to do the past two games. So I'm not sure how he's going to come into this game. Look, it's going to open up play action for us. Just like we don't have an op, uh, we don't have the the strongest case to guard Waddle on one side and Tyreek on the other. They don't have the the strongest case either to guard T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, and Jamar Chase and Hayden Hurts. And Hayden Hurts has been balling this year. He has been he. This is a new Hayden Hurts. You know, they don't they don't have uh you know I think it's gonna be a shootout. I I really do. I think I think Joe Burrow's feeling confident after last week, and I, I think you're gonna see this game in the 30s. Okay, I think the difference though is that they have Xavier Howard on their side of the true lockup corner, so they can at least take away one person and to have fair. to travel. So they they at least have that. You, you, y'all don't have that. Safe to say. Safe to say we don't have a corner like Xavier Howard for sure. All right, so I the, the personnel battles is won by the Dolphins before we even start the game. The old line's better. They, they should win the trenches. They're gonna be able to run yeah. the ball, and if two is right. How, how do you cover? How do you cover both Waddle and it, it's no shame losing to a team like that. It, yeah. They're just that, they're just that good right now. They just you know and their their offensive play calling has been amazing. So hey man, I, look, I, look, it's gonna come down to the trenches. You're gonna have to win on, on the defensive line. You're gonna have to get pressure on Tua, and you're gonna have to find a way to to beat their offensive line and and get Tua because we look when Tua when Tua gets pressured and he gets out of sorts a little bit. We all seen him make some some questionable throws. So I think I think that's where that's that's who's gonna win the game. Because again, like you said, if you're looking at roster and you're looking at talent on their side of the ball for the offense, personnel wise, they they got it over our defense. But look, same thing happened last year with the Chiefs. Personnel wise, their offense had it. What did we do? We got pressure. Not now we didn't force turnovers on Patrick Mahomes, but we didn't let them get the deep plays and the most explosive plays downfield to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey either. And we were able to keep up on offense. It'll be a close game. If they cool. win, if they win this game, they potentially have the opportunity to start off the season 11, 12, and no. After yeah. Cincinnati, they got the Jets, they got the Vikings, the Steelers, Detroit, Chicago, Cleveland, and then Houston. God. They will will they will lose a couple of those games. It's yeah. the NFL. It's weird. You know, of course, of course. They'll lose they to the could... Jets on like an ugly Sunday afternoon where it's like it's like 30 degrees and I'll be there. It's well, it won't be 30 degrees. It'll be next month on the ninth, the first Sunday. So I think I think out of those games, though, they could really, if they play right, they could run away with that division. They could. Their schedule, at least, schedule-wise, they got a pretty easy schedule going the rest of the way, pretty much, because they finished off with Chargers, Buffalo, Green Bay, New England, Jets again. So. And not a lot of great quarterbacks on our list. Exactly. So with how their defense is playing and how you got Waddle and Tariq getting busy, Dolphins might mess around with 10, 11, 12 games this year. They Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. And it's all serious now. I really want to hear your opinion. If if the Bengals come out into this this game, right? And let's say, let's say it's a a good game, and let's say it's close the whole time, you know, they're going point for point, whatever the case is. And they end up on top and, and end up beating the Dolphins, knocking off the, the only 3-0 team right now. What are we saying about the Bengals? That they are who they were supposed to be the very, in the very beginning. And that you guys have been under, underperforming to this point. And that I ain't about to, I ain't about to kiss nobody's ass. Oh, behind. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. He had to let it go. He had to let it go. But because he can't me, he acting like, yeah, like it's like it's like like it's not expected. We should expect that from you guys. You guys were in the Super Bowl last year, so why would I not expect you know? 
damn, there goes that prayer. <laughs> I told you he was praying for you. <laughs> I agree, though. I agree, though. If the Bengals win, it's, it'll be more so of a thing like, yo, this is what we expected of the Bengals. Now they're probably going to be able to get on a roll, even though y'all got another hard one following this week. Y'all got bought. Bro, the rest of our schedule is brutal. We, we play some, some teams. It's tough. So yeah. hopefully, hopefully for y'all's sake, you, we talked about outside of the chat. This is a game that really kind of is a, a game that y'all need to win. Y'all, y'all can't start it off. Must win. Yeah, y'all can't start off one and three. That's 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 gonna be tough with how the schedule was set up. Yeah. Chicago at the Giants, two both two and one teams. How y'all see that one going? I got Chicago minus three. <laughs> he would have done that no matter what. That's what blows me. That's what kills me. How? You're done no matter what. There's no, there's no circumstances. There's no circumstances in which he'll pick the Giants. How we saw what you guys almost gave up 200 yards rushing on Monday night. So it's I like this think, is a rushing team. This is this is what they do. I don't think Leonard Williams misses this week. He's he's this is the first game he missed. Last week was the first game he missed in his entire career. He's a quick healer. I think he'll be back. So if he's back, which I expect him to be, I think the Giants will win that game by a score. By a score, by one touchdown. I think I think also they'll play a little bit better offensively. So I think they'll win that game. It's the last winnable game they've got for a little bit. Chris, what about you? I'm going with the Giants. I'm going with the Giants. Look, we just talked about the issues in the play calling over in Chicago right now with Justin Fields. I mean, the, the most attempts he's had this year has been 17 attempts. He had 17 in the first game. He had 11 in the second game and then 17 again this uh this past week and in every single game he's throwing an interception i'm not too confident on him right now coming off a week with with two interceptions only on 17 attempts um you know there, there's trouble in chicago right now and it's not looking too good so I'm, I'm especially too after the way the giants just played on monday night i'm not going against the giants Sa- saquon's back we saw that daniel jones is playing well i mean look, he doesn't have wide receivers but i i think I think he could he could be the X factor in that game if if he he uses his legs too. So I'd imagine Tony's back too. For what it's worth. For what that matters, yeah. Yeah. For what it's worth. I'm Next over. One. <clears throat> Next one. Jets at Pittsburgh. Both one and two. I got us. I got us. I think Zach's been ready to come back for a couple of weeks now, and they're just making sure, like, all right, let's make sure the legs right. He said he's 100%, no limits. So let's do it. I, he's a lot more mobile than than that tree trunk that we've had the last three weeks. So I think he'll be able to get out of the pocket. We're, we're dealing with some injuries on the offensive line, but we got the weapons. He can move out of the pocket. This is why we drafted him, because he makes plays off script. And he can get it to Garrett Wilson. You know, Elijah Moore, he, he's going to step up too. And then we got Corey Davis, Tyler Conklin. But I think we need to get the running backs involved more. Like, we haven't been running it as much. Like if we keep going at this pace, we're going to set an NFL record for pass attempts in a season, which that doesn't that doesn't spell many wins. Like, you got to be more balanced, like we've been talking about with these teams. So I think we're facing Mitch Trubisky. I think we're going to get pressure on him. Unless all of a sudden they just decide we're going to put Kenny Pickett in. But we're preparing for Mitch Trubisky. So – you know him. He was a giant for a little bit. You, you know his body. He's he's mid. He's not going to do much to to scare us. And we're going to put pressure on him. We got good corners. 
That's just, it. What just happened? When was this guy a giant? <laughs> what? Oh, that's right. No, 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 no. Oh, he's think, a bill. He should have been a giant. That's right. He was a bill. Different colors, same city. Yeah. yeah. Not, not the same city. You've been a Buffalo. Not the same city at all. But uh, uh, I'll, I'll do Ariana Asad here because I do think that the Steelers just find ways to win football games. And they do that against teams that aren't that good. And so I think that they'll, they'll win this game. I think defense will carry them. I think they might even surprise y'all pick it. There might be a picket setting in this game. Uh, I, that, that'd be exciting. But right. stick, stick up for your fiance. I see you. <laughs> I got you, Miles. I got you. I'm going to go with the Jets. I'm going to oh. go with the Jets. Uh, nah, for real, I'm going to go with the Jets just because. Why? Because I, I think, one, Sauce is going to take away Deontay Johnson. He, that's, that's, that's a fact. He's going to take away Deontay Johnson. He's been playing good. He's been playing real good. And wa- watching him in person, he he's the real deal. He's he's as big as he looks. He's as athletic as he is. Um, but that's just a small part of it too. I think I think the Jets are going to get it going with the run game. I, I don't think they're going to ask too much of Zach Wilson. They're, obviously, Zach Wilson's going to do his thing, but I think they're also going to rely on the run game a little more. And I, I I like Brees Hall and I like Michael Carter together. I think that they can be what Miles Sanders and Boston Scott are for the Philadelphia Eagles if the line plays up to their full potential. Those two, those two can definitely ball. I, I like what I'm seeing from them. So I, I'm, I'm taking the Jets now that Flacco – first of all, Miles, y'all real disrespectful having Flacco throw 52 times against the Bengals thinking – thinking no choice. It was no choice. We were down. We're down. What You think that's the whole reason that Dak throws it so much because they're always down. They're always yeah. playing from behind. So, yeah, it was one of those things where – um wild disrespectful george Fant. george Fant got hurt we don't have a, a left tackle in there our backup is so trash so it's not like we could sit there and you know hand it off to michael carter or Brees all day like we're playing catch up what is we're this playing catch up with joe flacco so he, there's even when more you say his name you say like jacques joe flacco because <laughs> i hate that man i hate him i hate him Probably the game of the week. Probably the game of the week. Bills at the Ravens. Mm. I wish they would flex that to Sunday night. Yeah, why? Yeah. It's that one o'clock. It's a weird. That's stupid. It's so weird. What's the Sunday night game? Chiefs. Kansas uh, City at Tampa Bay. I don't want to see Tom. Especially with weapons. I'm going Bills. I'm going Bills. Just because that connection between Diggs and Allen is real. Um, their secondary is banged up for sure, but they just signed Xavier Rhodes, I believe. He's a veteran. He's he's serviceable. He'll he'll play well. Um, so I, I think I think they're gonna have that under under control. Obviously, Micah hides out for the season. Um, but I'm I'm going Bills. I think I think Josh Allen is gonna rebound. He he plays well in prime time situations. Um, but so does Lamar, right? It, it, this is one of those coin flip games that Greg talks about saying like it could go either way. And I think Lamar could easily throw for four, five TDs and win this game on his back. So, uh, but I, personally, I'm going Bills. I think I'm, I'm going Ravens. I think I'm going Ravens. Too. I think Lamar about to get busy again. Some of those injuries in their backfield, I get it. They signed Xavier, but how Lamar's been throwing, yo, your, your, your defensive backs, your safeties, you want to have everybody healthy because Lamar is slicing. And dicing teams yeah. up. So yeah. being that they're not healthy, Lamar about to go crazy. 
it's it's about to be it's about to be one of those games where it's like, hey, price keeps price just keeps going up. The price just keeps going up. But I'll shut up. Yeah, y'all tell me who y'all got. Ravens, Ravens for all the reasons you just said. Uh, he's playing at too high level for me to pick against him right now. Lamar is the best quarterback in football. Take the Ravens, and their safety just went out. The both I think both of them are hurt. So, and those are they. They're a big deal. Yeah, if yeah. we be honest, that they probably had the best two safeties Facts. in the NFL, like playing together. So yeah. that's a huge thing for them, for sure. You mentioned it, Kansas City, Tampa. I think we all got Kansas City that Sunday night game. Oh yes, Kansas City yeah. get back right. Did you? Did y'all think of anything that it was something serious of the argument between Pat Mahomes and B. Enemy? No. No. no, not really. It's a part of the game. It's like you're in the heat of the moment. Guys disagree. You argue about it, but then you talk about it. Calm heads prevail. So I think it's one of those things. And when, when I heard that on when I heard that on the radio, they made it sound 10 times bigger than it was. When you when you watch it back, it was like, OK, it really wasn't that big of a deal. You know, it was like Miles said, it was a disagreement. It could have been over a play call, whatever the case it was. But like. They've been working together for so long. I'm sure they've had many more of those that just weren't highlighted like that one was. Last game to pick for week four, Jacksonville at Philadelphia, the other undefeated Ooh. team at 3-0. and Jacksonville, 2-1, and coming off a big game. Trevor Lawrence is playing well. Jalen Hurts is playing well. How do you see this game panning out? I got Eagles. Jacksonville. I think that's the biggest – this is, the biggest <laughs> test. This, is, this is the biggest test they're going to have on defense they've faced so far. Like, this is the best defense they've faced up until this point. I just think that – I don't know. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is ready for this Eagles defense. Like, D-backs are solid. They put pressure on the quarterback. Like, this Eagles defense is back. They're, they're what's going to carry this team where they want to go, to the Super Bowl. Like, Jalen Hurts, he's going to do what he's going to do. But – like if they're not getting stops on defense, it's not going to matter. So I think I, I got Eagles by four. Um, yeah, Jacksonville. I got Jacksonville. I think that I think this is the first. This is the best team they've played. I think they're going to test them in a lot of different ways defensively. I feel like, and and also the Jacksonville defense matches that energy. They there's no let up. There. This is the best test that your boy, Mister Hurts, right. He'll get himself. So, Boy. yeah, yes, your, that's your man's. You know, you posting all of his 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 half his speeches and all that. Yeah, I get it. He, he, I get it. So, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a tough game. I think it'll be close, but I think Jacksonville pulls it out. I think that they'll show the world they're a very real team to be contended with this weekend. I'm excited. What time is that game? Four, four. Please say it's four. I'll watch it. Probably at one o'clock. Well, he said four. I'll watch it. I'm going with the Eagles. I'm going with the Eagles. I think. I think Darius Slay is going to take Christian Kirk away. Darius Darius Slay's the, the real deal. I think he he might even he might even I, I wouldn't say he'll follow Kirk. He probably won't. Um, but I think I think he's going to take Christian Kirk away, and that's going to leave Daniel Jones, um, not Daniel Jones, uh, Trevor Lawrence to, to find <laughs> Gray's face when I don't, say don't, Daniel don't call Kirk. him Daniel Jones. Don't disrespect him. <laughs> no, I think I think that's gonna try, uh, leave Trevor Lawrence to. I feel I I, I can do, I can deal with those little digs when my when your quarterback Zach Wilson. You're right. You're going to see. He got time. He got time. His time ran out. 
Zach, 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 Zach blue. In a he, he has, yeah, he's, he's one of those. <clears throat> time, time ran out in Big Blue. Like, like Slay said, they got a bunch of Batmans. I'm going with Eagles on that one. <clears throat> fly, Eagles, fly. They, they but you wouldn't be surprised if Jacksonville won. Of course not. That defense, that defense is Super Bowl, I think, Super Bowl level type of defense. So the thing is, I'm taking Jalen Hurts' play over Trevor Lawrence' play. Though. I think the way that that team is set up, like, it's a bunch of Batmans on that squad. Bunch of Batmans. But you already know the vibes. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Bench mob, ENT, we out. Peace. Peace. Damn, he didn't even wait till-